Bible in a Year Live Chronological Project, Week 3, Day 4, Common English Bible. After Jacob had lived in the land of Egypt for 17 years, and after he had lived a total of 147 years, Israel's death approached. He summoned his son Joseph and said to him, If you would be so kind, lay your hand under my thigh and be loyal and true to me. Don't bury me in Egypt. When I lie down with my fathers, carry me from Egypt and bury me in their grave. Joseph said, I will do just as you say. Israel said, Give me your word. And Joseph gave his word. Then Israel slumped down at the head of the bed. After this happened, Joseph was told, Your father is getting weaker. So he took his two sons, Manasseh and Ephraim, with him. When Jacob was informed, Your son Joseph is here now, he pulled himself together and sat up in bed. Jacob said to Joseph, God Almighty appeared to me in Luz in the land of Canaan. He blessed me and said to me, I am about to give you many children to increase your numbers and to make you a large group of peoples. I will give this land to your descendants following you as an enduring possession. Now your two sons born to you in the land of Egypt before I arrived in Egypt are my own. Ephraim and Manasseh are just like Reuben and Simeon to me. Your family who is born to you after them are yours, but their inheritance will be determined under their brother's name. When I came back from Padan Aram, Rachel died to my sorrow on the road in the land of Canaan with some distance yet to go to Ephrathah. So I buried her there near the road to Ephrathah, which is Bethlehem. When Israel saw Joseph's sons, he said, Who are these? Joseph told his father, They're my sons, whom God gave me here. Israel said, Bring them to me, and I will bless them. Because Israel's eyesight had failed from old age, and he wasn't able to see, Joseph brought them close to him, and he kissed and embraced them. Israel said to Joseph, I didn't expect I'd see your face, but now God has shown me your children too. Then Joseph took them from Israel's knees, and he bowed low with his face to the ground. Joseph took both of them, Ephraim in his right hand, at Israel's left hand, and Manasseh in his left hand, at Israel's right hand, and brought them close to him. But Israel put his right hand and placed it on Ephraim, the younger one, and his left hand on Manasseh's head, crossing his hands because Manasseh was the oldest son. He blessed them and said, May the God before whom my fathers Abraham and Isaac walked, may the God who was my shepherd from the beginning until this day, may the divine messenger who protected me from all harm bless the young men. Through them may my name be kept alive, and the names of my fathers Abraham and Isaac. May they grow into a great multitude throughout the land. When Joseph saw that his father placed his right hand on Ephraim's head, he was upset and grasped his father's hand to move it from Ephraim's head to Manasseh's head. Joseph said to his father, No, my father, this is the oldest son. Put your right hand on his head. But his father refused and said, I know, my son, I know. He'll become a people too, and he'll also be great. But his younger brother will be greater than he will, and his descendants will become many nations. Israel blessed them that day, saying, through you Israel will pronounce blessings, saying, May God make you like Ephraim and Manasseh. So Israel put Ephraim before Manasseh. Then Israel said to Joseph, 
I'm about to die, God will be with you and return you to the land of your fathers. I'm giving you one portion more than to your brothers, a portion that I took from the Amorites with my sword and my bow. Jacob summoned his sons and said, Gather around so that I can tell you what will happen to you in the coming days. Assemble yourselves and listen, sons of Jacob. Listen to Israel, your father. Reuben, you are my oldest son, my strength and my first contender, superior in status and superior in might. As wild as the waters, you won't endure, for you went up to your father's bed. You went up and violated my couch. Simeon and Levi are brothers, weapons of violence, their stock in trade. May I myself never enter their council. May my honor never be linked to their group. For when they were angry, they killed men, and whenever they wished, they maimed oxen. Cursed be their anger, it is violent, their rage, it is relentless. I'll divide them up within Jacob and disperse them within Israel. Judah, you are the one your brothers will honor. Your hand will be on the neck of your enemies. Your father's sons will bow down to you. Judah is a lion's cub. From the prey, my son, you rise up. He lies down and crouches like a lion, like a lioness who dares disturb him. The scepter won't depart from Judah, nor the ruler's staff from among his banners. Gifts will be brought to him. People will obey him. He ties his male donkey to the vine, the colt of his female donkey to the vine's branches. He washes his clothes in wine, his garments in the blood of grapes. His eyes are darker than wine, and his teeth whiter than milk. Zebulun will live at the seashores. He'll live at the harbor of ships. His borders will be at Sidon. Issachar is a sturdy donkey, bedding down beside the village hearths. He saw that a resting place was good and that the land was pleasant. He lowered his shoulder to haul loads and joined the work gangs. Dan will settle disputes for his people as one of Israel's tribes. Dan will be a snake on the road, a serpent on the path, biting a horse's heels so its rider falls backward. I long for your victory, Lord. Gad will be attacked by attackers, but he'll attack their back. Asher grows fine foods, and he will supply the king's delicacies. Naphtali is a wild doe that gives birth to beautiful fawns. Joseph is a young bull, a young bull by a spring, who strides with oxen. They attacked him fiercely and fired arrows. The archers attacked him furiously, but his bow stayed strong, and his forearms were nimble. By the hands of the strong one of Jacob, by the name of the shepherd, the rock of Israel, by God your Father who supports you, by the Almighty who blesses you with blessings from the skies above and blessings from the deep sea below, blessing from breasts and womb. The blessing of your Father exceed the blessings of the eternal mountains, the wealth of the everlasting hills. May they all rest on Joseph's head, on the forehead of the one set apart from his brothers. Benjamin is a wolf who hunts. In the morning he devours the prey. In the evening he divides the plunder. These are the twelve tribes of Israel, and this is what their fathers said to them. He blessed them by giving each man his own particular blessing. Jacob ordered them, I am soon to join my people. Bury me with my ancestors in the cave that's in the field of Ephron the Hittite, 
in the cave that's in the field of Machpelah, near Mamre, in the land of Canaan, that Abraham brought from Ephron the Hittite as a burial property. That is where Abraham and his wife Sarah are buried, and where Isaac and his wife Rebekah are buried, and where I buried Leah. It is the field and the cave in it that belonged to the Hittites. After he finished giving orders to his sons, he put his feet up on the bed, took his last breath, and joined his people. Joseph fell across his father's body, wept over him, and kissed him. Joseph then ordered the physicians in his service to embalm his father, and the physicians embalmed Israel. They mourned for him forty days, because that is the period required for embalming. Then the Egyptians mourned him for seventy days. After the period of mourning had passed, Joseph spoke to Pharaoh's household, If you approve my request, give Pharaoh this message. My father made me promise, telling me, I am about to die. You must bury me in the tomb I dug for myself in the land of Canaan. Now let me leave and let me bury my father, and then I will return. Pharaoh replied, Go bury your father as you promised. So Joseph left to bury his father. All of Pharaoh's servants went with him, together with the elder statesmen in his household and all the elder statesmen in the land of Egypt. Joseph's entire household, his brothers, and his father's household. Only the children, flocks, and cattle remained in the land of Goshen. Even chariots and horsemen went with him. It was a huge collection of people. When they arrived at the threshing floor of Atad, on the other side of the Jordan River, they observed a solemn, deeply sorrowful period of mourning. He grieved seven days for his father. When the Canaanites who lived in the land saw the observance of grief on Atad's threshing floor, they said, This is a solemn observance of a grief by the Egyptians. Therefore, its name is Abel Mizraim. It is on the other side of the Jordan. Israel's sons did for him just as he had ordered. His sons carried him to the land of Canaan and buried him in the cave in the field of Machpelah near Mamre which Abraham had purchased as a burial property from Ephron the Hittite. Then Joseph returned to Egypt, he, his brothers, and everyone who left with him to bury his father. When Joseph's brothers realized that their father was now dead, they said, What if Joseph bears a grudge against us and wants to pay us back seriously for all the terrible things we did to him? So they approached Joseph and said, Your father gave orders before he died, telling us, this is what you should say to Joseph. Please forgive your brother's sins and misdeeds, for they did terrible things to you. Now please, forgive the sins of the servants of your father's God. Joseph wept when they spoke to him. His brothers wept too, fell down in front of him, and said, We're here, your slaves. But Joseph said to them, Don't be afraid. Am I God? You planned something bad for me, but God produced something good from it, in order to save the lives of many people just as he's doing today. Now don't be afraid. I will take care of you and your children. So he put them at ease and spoke reassuringly to them. Thus Joseph lived in Egypt, he and his father's household. Joseph lived 110 years and saw Ephraim's grandchildren, the children of Machir, Manasseh's son, were also born on Joseph's knees. Joseph said to his brothers, I'm about to die. God will certainly take care of you and bring you out of the less land to the land he promised to Abraham, to Isaac, and to Jacob. Joseph made Israel's sons promise, When God takes care of you, you must bring up my bones out of here. 
Joseph died when he was 110 years old. They embalmed him and placed him in a coffin in Egypt. 